This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial and investment scene. I'm your host, Ernest Lewis, and for this episode, we are joined by Natalia Goh, the Head of uh, Credit Cards and Personal Loans at Standard Chartered Bank Singapore. Hi, Natalia. Hi, Ernest. How are you? I'm very good. Okay, now you're going to give us some tips on responsible borrowing and using our credit cards responsibly? Yes, that's right. Okay. I think I'll share three tips today. Mm. The first one really is to borrow within your means. The second one is to understand the credit product that you're taking up. And I would say the third one is to pay on time. Wow, that's a difficult one, the last one. (laughs) Okay, let's start off with tip number one, which is borrowing within your means. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so I think I'll explain this a little bit more. When I say borrow within your means, it's important for consumers to understand their cash flow. So this means to understand their monthly income, whether it's their salary, their commissions, Mm. their bonuses, and understand how much they can pay out each month. So if they were to borrow, what is the amount they're able to repay each month? So this will help them manage their borrowing. And you got to do this with discipline. you got to sit down, write everything that you normally spend on. Yes, it okay. is important to do that. So that, that helps you manage your borrowing so that you don't go sort of out of control on your debt. Okay, and you would recommend this for people who are just getting their first credit card, for example? Actually, I recommend it for everyone. Okay. I think once you've started this exercise, for most people you know, who are salary earners, after a while you get into that pattern of, sort mm. of certain level of spending and you know your regular monthly income. Then once you've got done that exercise once, you kind of have a good sense of what your cash flow is like every month. Okay. So you don't have to do this all the time. But it's good to get into the habit of doing it upfront so that you know your cash flow and how you spend every month and you can manage that. And what about tip number two, which was understanding the credit product? Yeah, so this one is an interesting one because today in the marketplace in Singapore, you see so many different sort of credit card offers out there. Credit cards that offer you very attractive benefits like cashback, reward points, air miles and so on. Mm. So it's sometimes very tempting for a consumer to say, I'm going to take up as many different credit cards as possible to enjoy all these different benefits. But it's really important to understand that when you take up a product, it usually comes with certain terms and conditions. Mm. So for example, at Standard Chartered, one of the products that we've seen do really well is our unlimited cashback card. And this one has done really well because cashback is generally a very popular type of product in Singapore. That's the one that has 1.5% cashback on spending with no cap. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's exactly my point where you have to look at the benefits that come with the products. So in our case, this 1.5% cashback, there's no minimum spend required and there's no cap on the cashback you can earn. Mm. But certain other credit card products from other issuers may have certain terms and conditions like a certain amount of money that you need to spend every month or every quarter and they might cap the cashback that you earn. So this is important to look out for these terms and conditions. And on top of that, to look out for terms and conditions related to pricing. So Mm. for example, the interest rate that will be charged on the product, any fees that you may incur when you use the product. And these days, it's the small print stuff that we used to sweat about in the old days. Now it's all quite transparent. It's clearly stated on all the websites and all that. Yes. And I like the standard chartered unlimited cashback card because it also doubles up as an easy link card. That's right, it does. (laughs) (laughs) So that's quite convenient. Okay, what about tip number three, uh, which is to pay on time. That is the tricky one. Yeah, Yeah. and that's actually a really important tip. It's very important for everyone to sort of pay their bills on time and to the extent possible to pay the full amount due. Mm. If you can't, you should at least make the minimum amount due that's stated on your credit card statement. It's really important because if you don't, what will happen is you're going to incur late fees, Mm -hmm. you're going to incur late payment charges, and if you keep missing your bills, it's going to affect your credit history. So that brings us to the purpose of this episode, which is actually tips on responsible borrowing. Mm. Now, if you're undisciplined, and quite a lot of people tend to be like that sometimes, and if you don't pay on time, 
the outstanding balance keeps increasing. What is a strategy for people like these? Mm, so yeah. you're seeing a, a situation where someone might have already run up a yes. lot of debt and has borrowed a lot on various credit card products and so on. And perhaps this person can't figure out what to do and is just trying to meet the minimum payment amounts, but the outstanding keeps racking up. And what should this person start borrowing from other sources just to pay the bank back? What's a good strategy for this person? There are a couple of different products and options a person like this may consider. One is to really start consolidating all their debts. So let's say if they have borrowings across a few different credit cards, mm. to think about maybe taking up something like a balance transfer product to pay off the other credit cards and consolidate it all on one credit card. So for example, Standard Chartered, we do offer such a product, a balance transfer, okay. where you can apply for a certain amount of money, then we'll disperse it and you can pay off your other credit card debts and consolidate on just one card. Mm-hmm. And that will help you manage your bill because now you're focused on just paying off one credit card versus, let's say, five credit cards. Another option is to take up a personal loan, okay. which helps you with lower interest rates on an installment basis. That might also be a good option for someone to consider. And what about if the customer has just the one or two credit cards only with the same bank? What's a good option? Can this customer approach the bank and negotiate directly? Typically, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. So what I would encourage is really to, as I said, back to the first point, is about watching your cash flows and managing your cash flow. So if you know that you've already racked up a certain amount of borrowing on your credit card, yeah. then you actually have to sort of stop. You have to tell yourself that I can't go beyond this amount anymore. Okay. Based on my monthly income, this is how much I can afford to pay off and then manage that with discipline. So I think it has to come down to discipline as well. And stop using the card, at least. Um, you can continue, as long as you pay that minimum amount you every month, you can continue to use your card. And I would say, think about why you're using your card to borrow. Mm. What is ultimately the need that you're trying to meet? Why do you have this cash flow need? So we've seen customers where they have one-time cash flow needs, whether it's things like maybe planning for wedding, home renovations, or medical hospitalization bills. So I think those are all legitimate needs, and I think it's fine. But I think if you're saying, oh, there's certain spending that maybe I can do without, mm. then I think that's it's a good time to kind of question that and say, in order to manage my bill, let me cut off some of those spending for now. Now, if you're enjoying Money Hacks so far, do subscribe to us on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. Do like it and give us a rating. Now back to our show. Uh, Natalia, tell me, what's the difference between the main two types of cards for daily use? Is it debit and credit? What's the difference? Sure. So yeah. um, a debit card works basically um, where you need to have a certain amount of money in your bank account. So your debit card is linked to your bank account and you can use it to pay off and you can pay up to the amount of money you have in your bank account. Mm. So for example, let's say you're looking to buy a new laptop and this laptop costs $1,000. You yeah. need to have that $1,000 in your bank account to use your debit card or in Singapore, we also use Nets to pay and purchase that laptop. Mm. Whereas for a credit card, you don't actually need to figure out that at that point in time. With a credit card, you know that as long as it's within your credit limit, you can go ahead and use that card for that purchase. And then at the end of the month, you get a bill for that and then you can pay that off accordingly. So, so I would say a credit card gives you a lot more convenience versus right. a debit card. But the debit card forces that discipline because you need to have that certain amount of money in your bank account before you can use it. So say, Natalia, I have conservative parents who keep telling me, oh, no, just stick with the debit card, you know, don't rack up all these credit cards and all, just stick with the debit card, even for big purchases like a laptop. As you said, figure out what your needs are. Is this laptop crucial to you? Is it crucial to your work, your homework? How do you address that kind of mindset? The other thing which I wanted to highlight is that Typically, with debit cards, you don't earn any reward points or cashback versus credit cards. So that Mm. is, from my perspective, one of the key benefits of using a credit card. In addition to the fact that you don't have to account for the fact you need to have exactly that amount of money in your bank account. 
So typically what I've seen um, is that usually for smaller ticket items, people might use a debit card. So let's say purchasing coffee or you know, a small ticket item mm. because they feel comfortable and they know that they have that amount of money in their right. bank account. But right. with larger ticket items, it's a good idea to use credit because you get the benefits, you know, as I said, yes. reward points and cashback. Okay. And also you can manage your cash flow you know, at the end of each month rather than needing to have that cash up front in your bank account. So good to have two types of cards and then you can use the smaller purchases for meals you with can, your yeah, debit so cards. You can do it that way. For me personally, I actually yes. use my credit card for everything because I do you know, um, find that I enjoy the benefits of using a credit card. The main thing is, going back to the tips that we talked about earlier, is being able to manage your monthly bills and being able to pay on time, keeping track of these. And I think you'll be fine with a credit card. So, um, Natalia, you know Singaporeans, right? We like to calculate things, look at things and all, and then suddenly our friends will tell us something and then we'll forget all our calculations. What can we do? I mean, are there certain strategies that we can do with purchasing of items like laptops, for example? Yeah, so I think for large ticket purchases like laptops or other electronic appliances or even household Mm -hmm. furniture and so on, actually, a credit card is very useful because it gives you the option to convert that payment into interest-free installments. Mm. And you can typically do this at the merchant. If not, you can actually call up your bank to help you convert that large ticket purchase into installments. So if we take an example of, let's say, purchasing a laptop at a place like Best Denki, mm. you can go there and when you buy this, they usually have that option at the point of payment when mm. you use your credit card to do that conversion. And you can convert into installments over 12 months or 24 months, which will help you manage your payments a lot better versus if you had to pay that huge lump sum upfront. Yeah. And then you can use your money more strategically, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Natalia. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate your tips on responsible borrowing and credit card use. Now, if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. Do like it and give us a rating. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. 